I bought those glasses. And they hurt okay, my, so why my, my why nose. is this not part of the podcast? It's because I don't know. It's pre-show. Because I don't know okay. what we're going to talk about yet. Welcome everybody to the Hebrew Rebels podcast, episode thirty-four. My name is Jordan, and my name is Ethan. And uh, hope you like the new background, uh, the new look of the show. I've I worked on it literally five minutes before we started. So not our backgrounds, but the round the show's backgrounds back behind us. Yes. You know what? I think is maybe what it looks like, something like that. Or yeah. whoa, forward. It looks like sure we're direction. floating upwards is what it looks like. And like there's like either stars or like water part particles. Okay, wait, it looks like I we're underwater, honestly. Rising. I can't stop going up. It's you know how like when you pull the lever on your chair you can go down? I wish that there was a lever that would push you the same speed up. That'd be fun. That would be that would be intense. Well, I mean, I have a standing desk at work, and that's kind of what it. And it takes massive hydraulics and. Do you really? I didn't know you had that. Go up. Yeah. I wish I had one. That'd be really cool. It's nice. I wouldn't get one at home. I mean, now I would. But yeah. I don't even use it at work. So. When we were doing our my coding school thing, um, you know, there's just like hundreds of computers throughout this massive like open floor plan room. That and many? I really wish we had standing desks because I got a little bit chunky just sitting there all the time for like oh, yeah. 10 plus hours a day. And then with the kitchen over there that was always filled with snacks that we could just that were free for us to eat. It was bad. That's a good deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually forgot just how much I was snacking and, and stress eating before this because with the wedding coming up, um, uh-huh. I, I had I was supposed to not be eating and be getting in shape but i ended up stress eating like crazy and uh that's all gone now <laughs> i didn't take long to just go back to the way you yeah because i stopped eating not stopped eating but like <laughs> i was not i was like the minimum to get me by yeah. until we had food and everything and right yeah so you're more comfortable now yeah i, feel, I mean i feel good yeah um still gotta go get more stuff but that's just how it's gonna go yeah i uh well i, I might mention this later. I, I went to a grocery store today and you're gonna go to one later it was pretty fully stocked on that's most good. things yeah, yeah when i was and it back, wasn't a madhouse either yeah everything was stocked except for empty pa- paper toilet goods. paper yeah. and paper towel aisle, which still just doesn't make sense because i don't think people are hoarding anymore no i think maybe just the paper companies are backed uh, so right, back just, now. it's that's what where we're at now yeah so hopefully yeah. once it comes back it'll it'll stabilize which is interesting because i feel like since a lot of companies aren't open they're not buying all that stuff that they would have been like toilet paper and stuff like that so you think there'd be a little bit more to distribute but here's the thing companies just based off like i'm working in an office building they're not buying packs of charmin to supply they're buying like the industrial stuff yeah where it comes in different packaging it's not really branded and And that's one thing i heard is that like some of these factories that make uh like paper goods they're trying to convert some of the machines that make like those bulky industrial Mm -hmm. size stuff to make your everyday toilet paper and it's not that easy so Mm -hmm. once they can do that then maybe we'll be in a little bit better shape but factories are one of the biggest things we take for granted living in this modern age i know i for sure i did i was just like yeah if you want to make a thing you build a factory and you put robots in and you make a thing 
Yeah. And I'll, and I'll, I still remember like the first time I went into the King's Hawaiian factory and you're like, it's what you expect to see, but then you really start to think about it and you're like, this does not happen by accident. Like it is a collection of very specialized tools, like all working in concert to hopefully make something. Yeah. You know, and there's varying levels of like sophistication and some of these sophisticated factories, like just like you, what Elon Musk has talked about with like Tesla and stuff. Right. Yeah, I can imagine it's not just like, oh, make a different toilet paper roll. It's like every part of the process potentially. Right. Um, and But who knows? Hopefully they can tweak it. I've always been so fascinated by those uh, factory lines. It's like automated. Yeah. Like starting with the you know Model T or whatever, where they can just make it. it ju- it's just all, every machine just puts this thing together without human hands. Well, or, so or a magazine being made. You know, it's like a crazy it's thing. Wild. No, actually. Especially lot, okay. cars. And it's really funny the things that we're needed for. Right. And it's really, really, really specific like tasks. Um, and, and so back to Tesla, he mentioned when they were like, they had tried to design a robot to do something. And it was like, there were like two things. There's like a, a thing hanging here and a thing hanging here. And to just grab that and just connect it. That's all they had to do. Yeah. To create a robot would have been nearly impossible where a person can just go, done. Sure. It's like such a weird like concept of like, we're very, um, robo- the robots are all very specialized. Would it have been impossible or just taken too long to develop or to create it? Oh, just the, I feel the like cost. I, can't, I mean, benef- no, the, the complexity for something to find something hanging in midair and do it over and over again correctly because the thing is is when these robots have repeated repeated tasks you're they're doing thousands millions of things like they're eventually gonna like be a little off and need to get like recalibrated sure. potentially yeah that it would have just been the, too too crazy to get something to do that accurately a hundred percent because it it's off because it's not an exact thing if you just have a block and it's in do that there and plug that in there then a robot can do that perfectly every single yeah but to like grab something that's hanging in 3d space and connect it to another thing that's hanging in 3d space right it's adds a lot of complication yeah i get that like if they have something if they have different starting points yeah what if it's slightly off yeah like eventually obviously we'll figure out sure how to and if anyone i would think tesla and and then would figure that out but yeah but hey they all switched to make ventilators that's an example of factories changing yeah well speaking of uh outbreaks i watched Outbreak. a movie called contagion now, oh you finally did it yeah yeah when did um, you watch this today yeah so remember i want, I want, I want remember the when i was going to london and i told you that i watched that episode of the twilight zone where the guy's up in in the plane it's called nightmare okay. at thirty thousand feet and uh it's the guy on the plane. He goes crazy, and he's he like, the original one is he thinks he sees a monster, but the new one's like a more modern take on it. And I told you okay. I watched that on a plane, and you're like, you're an insane person. Yeah. Uh, so today I watched Contagion, and then went to the grocery store. Uh, I feel like that's on the same level, sort of. Uh, <laughs> this is why I don't watch these movies. Contagion is fantastic. It I'm is sure. one of the best movies I've ever seen. That's awesome. It's also as a movie, as terrifying. like terrifying. Yeah. Um it's 
literally exactly what we're going through on a much bigger scale. Yeah. Like by day 18, there were cases like and deaths in like the millions. So it's, 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 I mean, it's not, I'm not saying it's impossible, but like compared to us, it's ridiculously like way out there. So uh, I'm so happy like you watched that because I haven't watched these, but from everything I've heard is the difference with like these movies is they're always worst case scenario. Yeah. And it's always extreme and it's always super deadly and whatnot. And, and it's, it's tough because there's two things and the like one is like, we're not most of the time things don't mutate into like a super, super, super killer virus. But at the same time, people will watch that and then look at this and be like, oh, it's not that bad. Right. I'm not thinking that we're I'm just saying that this movie is like. Don't think that we're going to get to this point necessarily. Like this is a much this is like definitely turned up a lot. But there's this weird point in the movie like it it's creepy how accurate this movie is to what we're currently going through. There's a point where someone who works at the CDC tells his wife to get out of town and she's like, why were you talking about? He's like, just do it. And so as she's leaving, she stops by the grocery store and just starts, she buys like five flashlights, 50 batteries, so much water, like all, she's literally just dumping stuff into her yep. shopping cart. She wasn't even told to. It's like, why are you buying so many flashlights? <laughs> You're just driving south. Electricity. Uh, it's it's so bizarre. And then... Because you the, could argue people panic bought because of movies. That's what I'm thinking, honestly. And I that's, was like, that's what I'm, it's not that this movie predicted it. It's that people no. are like, I've seen that before, so I need to do that. No, I feel like it's a lot that, of it. And then people go off is, of that. People make these movies based on human behavior. It's, it's kind of this like circle. Cycle, yeah. Right, where it's like, and then we make the movies, which causes the behavior, which continues to make the movies about the behavior, but it's, yeah, it's... And then the the, the scariest part about the movie to me was okay. uh, the whole thing when it starts is you know certain people are sick, and mm-hmm. the camera will just linger on things that they touch. So, like, a glass and a handle and this counter, and then that person picks it up, and you're just like, oh... I already see it spreading. Like you can't see the virus, but you kind of can like with your like x-ray vision that it gives yeah. you. Oh, uh, uh, it makes me, it made me shiver a little bit. Yeah. It's um, not fun. Don't, don't watch it yet, but definitely mm. watch it someday. It's very good. It's, uh, when did it come out? 2011. Oh, okay. Directed by Steven Soderbergh, the same guy that made the oceans movies. Oh, very cool. And yeah. is it is it the idea that the virus is like very very deadly? Yeah. So uh, it, uh, I forget, I think it was. They mentioned what the mortality rate was, and it was like somewhere between like twenty five and fifty or something. Like it was fifty percent. Yeah, it was high. Can I? I want to do a little. So, uh, it's interesting because. Are you familiar with Ebola? I'm familiar with Ebola. Yeah. So Ebola has about a 50% fatality rate. Dang, really? So Ebola is that virus in real life. It, it exists. Did it ki- did it kill that many people? Like it No, it, because we've isolated it to Africa. We, it doesn't spread as easy as this one. This one is dangerous okay. because of how it spreads. Right. And it's more deadly than the regular. Right. If this was 
Ebola, we would be fucked. It would be, it would be. So Ebola would, does not spread easily. So the, the, and the key thing is when you get Ebola, you're immediately symptom, not immediately, but you're very quickly symptomatic. So, so you like, can you isolate know, that person's sick. Yeah. With this, it's the whole either asymptomatic or days of incubation and you're spreading, 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 yep. spreading. That's why this one is so dangerous. Well, even in this movie though, like they started showing symptoms within like a day. But yeah. even still, so in, you come no, into contact and then you touch some stuff and then just everything's screwed. So if it was a, a day, so a day was more like SARS. Mm. And SARS was like 8,000 people died, but they were able to like stop it because it didn't spread quite as much and because it was only a day. Yeah. This whole like five day asymptomatic or this three three to four days before you that. Because then we could all do this lockdown thing. Everyone could literally just stay home for a week. And then we know who has it and then we can kill it. But but we live in america where yeah. people don't follow unfortunately that is what we're dealing with yeah um but we're gonna learn we'll all we'll all remember this yes we will that that's so. why i th- keep thinking i'm like what am i gonna how am i gonna look back on this when i'm like 75 or something i'll be like oh you're yeah you're that... gonna realize how stupid everyone was unfortunately yeah and how much better this could have been handled not when you're 75 in about three years you're gonna realize that yeah it's sad it's sad um we will we will so I, does, does it does it end positive or does it end with by world it uh so for example another so the movie i always think of in terms of something spreading is uh the planet of the apes reboot where okay. at the end of the movie you have you seen it uh no with with james franco yeah so at the end, it's not a spoiler since everybody knows what happens with Planet of the Apes, but at the end of the movie, um, you see the pilot. It becomes a planet of humans, right? Go to, uh, well, I forget what exactly the sickness is, but they hint that most of the movie is not about that. And then just at the end, there's like a sickness and it is a planet of humans at first. A, a um, sickness for humans or yeah. a sickness amongst the monkeys that like makes them stronger? Oh, really? It makes humans sick. Oh. It's like a whole thing. And so this like pilot, he's coughing. He's a character movie in the end, and into SFO, and uh, like the flight. And then it, I think the movie like cuts to credits, and it's just like a <laughs> overarching. She's been over there like freaking out about like I need to get something, and I'm just like I'm gonna just keep going. Oh, that's funny. Um, and uh, and it just it just shows it spreading. Oh, that's upsetting. He gets on a plane, and then it just, and then the next movie is years later because i i did wonder just from watching the trailers you can tell that like by the third one the one with woody harrelson it's like okay something is wrong there's clearly less people i don't remember the trailer all the people are dead in the second one wow yeah that's brutal yeah the only one of those movies with like earth like it is now was the first one i just always thought it was because the monkeys killed them i didn't know it was a virus hmm yeah all right. Have you watched anything uh, happier? I watched actually something really, really cool um, to be as descriptive as possible, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a podcast that is one of my favorite podcasts that yeah. I've ever watched and that led to a whole rush of nostalgia that I had forgotten about. And uh, have you heard of The Nine Club? I feel like I have. Shout out to, I want to say his name is Chris Robert and the Nine Club. 
and it is one of my new favorite podcasts. Um, I'm going to wait till you find it so that you can describe what it is. And confirm. Um, I don't. Chris Roberts. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I instantly yeah. found it. I'm not sure why you're struggling. No, I've, I have. I'm just trying to figure out if I've seen this before because I'm seeing a lot of thumbnails of a bunch of different people. So, uh, well, it seems pretty prestigious if they have the rock on here. They had the rock on. Yeah. It's a skate podcast. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, I know what the nine club is. I knew you would. It, it seems like a pretty, pretty big but, one. Well, I know what the nine club is in a certain context. Cause in uh street league skateboarding, Oh, oh, is that the like top score or something? The league that uh, Rob Deerdeck started. Yep. The top score is a ten, but most people don't get even a nine. So if you get like a nine or above, you're in the nine club. I like that. There's there's been quite a few of them at this point, but like. But still, like hitting a nine is like yeah. it's a big deal. The fact that it's a big deal and there was still that like a lot of people, it seems like they found the right scoring. Yes. Balance, yeah. Keep it to like really the top nice. 5% or, you know, yeah. something. it's like make it, exactly. make yeah, it exactly. a nice, Percentages. nice thing. Not impossible, but so is that what, that's not what this is based on though, necessarily, right? What, what is based on? This podcast oh. or is that just what I, it references I bet, or? I bet that's, I 100% bet that's what, what they're saying. I didn't know that. I didn't know. Um, anyway, so it's hosted by Chris Roberts. I'm not, I'm not familiar with him, but I guess he was a, is, is, was a pro skater. Okay. Um, and I first found this because I was looking up Tony Hawk stuff, and I know that's been coming up kind of recurringly. Um, and I noticed that he, Tony Hawk, did a podcast with him, and he talked about uh, like the success of the Tony Hawk games. And then, and that was like a twenty-six minute video, like thirty-minute video. And once I finished that, I realized it was part of a two and a half hour podcast. Now, you would think that means I was going to say that I then watched the Tony Hawk podcast, but that's not what I watched. I watched another one. Okay. Uh, because when I was looking for that, I noticed, oh my God, Bam Margera. Yeah. And he did a podcast. And it turns out it's their number one podcast. Interesting. I would love to hear what he has to talk you about. How recent, to... How recently was it? 2017. Okay. Two and a half years ago. Okay. But man, when I first started it, I was like, whoa, you look different. Does but he? Over the course of watching it, I'm like, oh no, you don't really look that different. I just kind of forgot what you looked like, and you're kind of like crazy, dude. Um, it's so weird. He definitely has like mostly skateboarders on here. A lot yeah, of people it's... I've never heard of, and also mm -hmm. The Rock. Like, wait, what? <laughs> He's on everything. How did that happen? That's why I didn't even know he was on there. That's so funny. Um, yeah, I'm just going through every episode right now. Steve-O, he, he had Steve-O on there. I would so like I to listen to that one. Probably the Jackass guys. Um, Steve-O was a pro skater, right? Or was he just a good skateboarder I who... I, I think that. Okay. I don't think he was a pro skater. He, I don't think he went pro. He may have. I could be wrong there. Yeah. Um, I Man, won't, some I won't of these names the are a throwback. Yeah, dude. That that's what this is. I've I've I, this whole part of my life that I've apparently forgotten, like how into skating I was. Yeah. And what an integral like in my formative years. I watched skating. I remember I wanted to be a photographer, uh, like take pictures of skating and um, just the entire music, the culture, all of that. I was so embedded in that, and I've really like 
it's just fallen out of culture. And I realized, right. hey, it doesn't actually not have to be there. But Bam, Bam's an interesting one because did you watch his shows? I was never, was he a part of Jackass? He was involved with Jackass. He was involved. He, right, he's but not like... a main one. So well, he was known for CKY. Okay. Which was uh, like, I remember CK hearing about CKY videos. They'd make like music and rock and do skating and all kinds of weird, crazy shit. I think they were a band. Yeah. Um, but then, and, and he got in with Tony Hawk and he was in the Tony Hawk games. But then he got this uh, Viva, Viva, Viva La Bam show yeah. on MTV. And even that I had forgotten about. I have seen some of that, but I was never like a big watcher of that. It was a time and a place. Yeah. Like hearing him talk about it, these stories though. Wow. It's, him, it's really funny because I didn't, I forgot how popular that was. And this, watch it, you'll see how popular that. Yeah, and I even went up to Maya. I was like, "You remember Bam Margera?" She's like, "Yeah, Viva the Bam!" Like she just started hitting it all off. I'm like, "Wow, that really was like, you didn't have to be into skating, right? Like that was when skate culture was culture." Well, it was it funny because like, art. I was. I mean, you need either. Like yeah. I wasn't ever a skateboarder, but I, I was it. into I that whole culture and stuff. Skateboard. Right? Yeah, me too. I didn't want to get hurt. <laughs> I'm such a such a bitch. I tried it's it like... a, a few times. I'm just like, man, I'm not. I can't do it. I can't even ollie. So I'm not not gonna try. I'm not gonna pursue. I remember this. so when I was in middle school when I was living in India, all my friends and we lived on this compound, and so they would just skate all over the compound. Like what a. I, I, that was where like I learned what it was because I was with all these skaters and it would be like let's go to this spot like I learned what spots were and like doing a trick over and over and over and yeah over until they nail it and right. how exciting right. that was couldn't pay me to get on one <laughs> I remember like I tried but they were all so far ahead of me and it was like I just didn't have the freedom and the time to kind of figure that out you're also very tall I'm also very tall it's harder young. to get that I, gravity down i wasn't coordinated at the time so i rode my scooter yep i love <sighs> or my scooting. bike scooting or is my, my bike. favorite thing um and i even hitched a tuk-tuk around the compound on a, <laughs> on a scooter while they were on skateboards that's awesome um i made it i made it work so uh but i i do wish that i'd gotten more into skating um but yeah it was just it was just kind of a crazy trip down down memory that's cool. lane i will and, check that out it's also exciting because he started skating again. Who the did? show basically, bam, the show basically really? took him away from skateboarding. Like, and that was the thing is like, I forgot he was like, he was actually one of the best skateboarders in the world. That's wild. Like legitimately. Cause you always so, just see him screwing around. Yeah. And it's Same so with Steve-O. That's why I wonder. I'm like, yeah, I know so he's really no, good, no, but how no, good no, was he? Evo and bam, like, no, bam is like, crazy good legit skateboarder and yeah. stuff the stories he tells yeah so i definitely recommend that go Ooh, check it out and so the, okay stories. i was looking for this there's a niger houston episode so i want yeah. to know mm-hmm. that too so i will i'm, I'm gonna do one skate that he's talking yeah. about apparently hollywood high is like a big a big skate spot yeah and he was kind of going over the history of when like he first moved out here and what stuff was like and now what it's like for like the kids nowadays and what they're doing and how like most kids are learning to kickflip and shove it in an ollie all in the first day of skating like they crazy and yeah. he was talking that how Nija nailed some trick on the 16 stair at hollywood high 
and how it was like it was like this like nollie flip backside blunt side nose blunt where like if you think about the physics you kill yourself where you're like jumping up and flipping over and then hitting the rail sticking to it and taking yeah. it yeah it's it's insane it's it's like a trick that shouldn't be possible and, and this is when he was a kid no this was like a few years ago oh, okay this is no so they were talking bam was talking about nija wow and how, and how he wouldn't even attempt it yeah. Bam would not even attempt that. And Nigel threw down this trick. Like this is the, like a famous trick that he threw down apparently. So I looked up the video and it's. Dude, I, I, it's you're intense. not, you don't frequent Instagram. Do you, you don't use Instagram very often, right? Mm, even to look at stuff. Yeah. Do, his Instagram, he usually posts videos Nigel. of him skating. It's just the most clean, beautiful, like skate lines I've ever seen in my life. He is it's... so insanely good. And, and no, so, and that's the thing is like he does this. Why did people think that was impossible? It right. looks like he just did that, but like it took, like what Bam said is like he couldn't, he wouldn't even be able to like put his legs out there to try it, because the risk you're putting yourself in. And it seems like Nigel's just so fearless. He has such vision for how, what and how to do it. But it's like he takes a fall in that video, and you're like, you're gonna get back up, right? And he gets back up, and he keeps going. Yep. I, I I've, I've told you right that uh when robin and i used to go skate at the skate park at, skate at, at torn skate park he would he was skateboarding there who Nigel houston as a little kid is he from here yeah um like socal makes sense he must yeah he probably didn't live like in our city but i think no, he would I just hit know, a bunch just... of skate parks i think SoCal, he's yeah. like he has different routes like san diego and like but definitely around here okay. um yeah, he would be at, at oh, he's our skate park. So he's NorCal. He's aware. But I'm sure he he's NorCal originally. Daisy. He's NorCal uh, originally, so I'm sure he moved back down here at some point. He sure. uh we would see him there and I just remember because he had these really long dreads. So he was super recognizable. Mm -hmm. And I remember there was a show called Wild and Crazy Kids. And okay. there was some like skateboarding challenge. That's okay. Um and he I remember seeing him like, that's the kid from the skate park. And then later once he grew up and they would show like old footage of him i'm like that's that kid i used to see so i realized like he just he's always been around that's really cool i i i, I remember you mentioning that but i forgot that that had happened but he was always even at the skate park even as a little kid he was the the fearless kid that everyone at the skate park would stop and watch everyone would get out of his way like he would just stand at the top of the pyramid and just as a little tiny kid just tell people to move and they moved, See, and he and would go do some crazy thing. It's the fearlessness. Wherever he got that from, he's clearly had that all along. Yeah. And he hasn't hurt himself enough to, to lose that, which is great, because you need that to be a skater. Yeah, I really, I I worry about I, extreme sports people like that. But I pride my ankle bones staying under the skin. Yeah. I don't desire to nail a trick enough to risk that at the no. end of the day. No. I accept that about myself, and I'm really happy that there are people like that's what motivates them in life because we get to see some sick ass stuff for sure and i like my brain like kind of staying in place too that's why i don't push myself too much when i'm snowboarding uh that's, i don't want to hit my also... head too hard you know yeah so just do oh. do things slowly and chill i'm fine with that it kills me because i do I, I i remember do all these things just getting out there and being worth it yeah just not worth it um, it hit me a few years but... ago like as much as i love snowboarding i'm just like i if someone told me I could never snowboard again. Be like, okay. I, I could give it up. I could give it up. I could live with it. To not cause severe 
injury to myself. Like it's just yeah. not worth it. I don't love it that much. It's fun. It's awesome. It's one of like my favorite fun things to do during winter, like this time of year. Like let's go ride down a mountain. Like how cool is that? But now, yeah, like, it's say someone told you that for by some just like random freak of nature thing, mm-hmm. there's a higher probability of you tearing something in your knee. Would you still play basketball? Like, is your love of basketball worth like a heightened risk of tearing something? Uh, not, like a, not, not a life changing thing necessarily. It would because, be it would be terrible for a while, but because that is already there, that already exists. I know, I know it is. I know it's a possibility, but like somebody tore their ACL on the Sunday basketball that I play at. I still remember he went down in the and it was, this is an older guy, and it was right. instant, like like not even a lot of contact, if any contact, and just down, and he was out for a year plus. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, on the grand control board of life, someone turned up the no. meniscus-tearing probability knob for basketball. Would you still go play? Yeah. That's good. Like, it's that's that's a that's such an impossible thing to to answer because it's, no, it's like, not. is it is it permanent? Because then if it's permanent, then I'm missing out on this 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 right. this, 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 this this and this and no, I wouldn't do it for to miss out on all of that stuff. But if it's just like a road bump, well, it's usually not permanent right it can be but usually sometimes you can, you you can, can recover can... from it yeah and so that's why i would i would say yeah yeah i wouldn't give up basketball unless somebody was gonna die or if i was gonna like not be able to do other activities for the rest of my life yeah like if i could if if, if playing basketball carried the risk of never being able to go hiking again mm-hmm. i wouldn't do it right just because yeah i don't know now i'm not so sure because like the head the head trauma just is not worth snowboarding so i'm like okay yeah just take snowboarding away from me then that's fine yeah i'll just yeah thankfully concussion on the ground yeah super uh, prevalent in basketball right it's just um nasty yeah. tears and breaks and stuff or bloody noses yeah what was i that's what else i watched what speaking of basketball uh-huh there's a new documentary out. Two episodes are out, and I'm gonna highly recommend that you watch them. Okay. They are on ESPN three, and it is called The Last Dance. Okay. And it is about Michael Jordan's last season with the Bulls. Cool. And it is a phenomenal piece of storytelling and documentary work. Uh huh. Um, is ESPN three like? Is that online? Yeah, that's the online. Because I'm okay. not at home, so I can't watch. I can't record and watch on ESPN. So it's every Sunday night. Um, if you're interested, I think it'd be a cool thing to talk about because yes. one, it's one of the biggest things in the world right now, or at least in the States, like everybody is like, there's no sports. So this documentary was already planning to come out. They've moved up the, they moved up the date to get it out sooner because okay. like people are clamoring for content. And so the eyes on this documentary is like the world now. Um, I watched the first two episodes, um, which came out, and it, it's kind of it's it'll give you some background into Jordan, Michael Jordan, and stuff. But um, it's just fascinating. It's good stuff. I would like to watch that because I feel like as much as I know that Michael Jordan was like you know one of the greatest of all time, I know that he was super successful with the Bulls and all the championships and stuff. Like I don't know. You don't get it quite. I don't know the details really. I know the the highlights. I don't know like really his teammates or anything. 
I had I don't even know if I I saw recently that like Phil Jackson was his coach. Don't think I realized that. Yeah, you gotta watch this. It's incredible. And de- he, like Dennis Rodman was his teammate at one point. And so it's yeah. I would Steve like Kerr. to learn more. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Who else? I'm trying to think who else you would know. I know Scottie Pippen. Yes, they just know, so the second one. episode got into some Scotty that everybody's talking about. Really? Yeah. So is this show See, like revealing stuff that no one knew? For is this, sure. Is this the Tiger King of basketball? It's <laughs> that everyone's talking about. I don't even want to acknowledge that show. <laughs> I really don't. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. Because there, it's 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 a combination. So the last se- the whole premise is that the last season of the Bulls, uh, to film crew was given unprecedented twenty four seven access to film everything. Twenty four seven, like for the most part, like get it all. This is the the last of it, recorded for history. And this and is stuff that hasn't come out until now. It's going to be a lot of new footage. Like we, a lot of it's known. Like okay. this is one of the most famous stories of all time, but like you're going to, it's just kind of like the Imagineering story where it's right. like a lot of that stuff is known and there's documentaries about it in different <clears throat> formats. This is going to be like the definitive one. And there's yeah. new footage, new remastered HD footage that's been like behind locked behind whatever. Um, well, it's like Apollo 11 too. It's like they mm-hmm. recorded yes. so much, but then didn't show it until 50 years later. It's like, what were you doing? Yeah. Just sitting on that all this time. Still trying to go to space. I guess so. Uh, yeah, I'll watch that. That sounds cool. So yeah, I forgot that's 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 pretty much what I watched. I would like to watch a, a documentary or a documentary series. It's not like super upsetting. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, it's some uh, an uplifting, <laughs> Just interesting, nice nice context of basketball. That'd be that'd be yeah. nice. Um, there you go. I watched another watch movie yeah. called uh, The Platform. It's on Netflix. Ooh. What's that about? Is it a platform that people stand on or is it a platform that people use? It is a platform that people stand on. There you go. It is about a... Okay, it's a Spanish movie. So, spoken in Spanish. El platformio. Yes, maybe, probably. Um, It takes place in a prison where every cell is stacked on top of each (gasps) other. So, one cell, one cell, one cell... And there's a rectangular hole in the middle of each cell. So you can look straight down to the very bottom of this prison and see all the levels and stuff. And there's and on, glass there? Nope. It's a hole. On every level, there are two people. And starting from top to bottom, there's a platform that starts with like a large selection of really nice food. And it goes down to each level. And for 30 seconds, maybe... It stays there, and everyone gets to eat as much as they can, and that goes down, and down, and down. And as you can imagine, the lower it goes, the less food there is. Um, or until they kill each other, maybe. They... Don't, you, who knows? So you have less food, and all of a sudden, only one person can eat. That's how you get it down to one person. So if for some reason there is only one person left in a cell, uh, mm-hmm. every month they shake up the order of the cells, so you get put to sleep and then you wake up and you're in a new cell maybe higher maybe lower and if you didn't if you didn't have a cellmate before you have a new cellmate now yeah um that's how you keep it moving i don't know if that sounds interesting to you 
sounds terrifying. Don't watch it. You'll hate it. Yeah, it sounds terrifying. It's, Can we just? I want to know. I want to know all about. It's horrible. So okay, so I'm assuming there's some kind of an incentive to like, hey, hey, you you help me out now, and I'll help you out if you. There's a little bit of that. Food. Yep. There's. Okay, a, okay then, but but there's this other weird thing. This like social structure of. You just hate and demoralize everyone below you. Even if you're like, if you're on level five and level six, they're worthless. They're scum to you. Just for so survival. You, that's just the mentality of people. That's it's like it's it, there was a spark and it grew and that's just the way it is. Okay. And uh, the whole movie, you're trying to figure out how many levels are there exactly. Um, there, there's rumors. Some people think it's this. Some people think it's this. Some people don't know. Some people think that they were all. What, what are some guesses that people have? Well, he wakes up. Uh, the main character wakes up on level 48. And that's one being at the top? Yes. Now, is it the top uh, sea, sea level surface? And then the prison goes underground? That's That's one bummer they don't go into that you never get to see what this place looks like from the outside so this was a low budget film i mean yeah it's it's a spanish like netflix movie it was someone in that that sense like someone made the movie they wanted and netflix gave them money for it so like good on that person but maybe we can make them a netflix movie then you and you and me Mm-hmm. about what what were we talking about last night we came up with a movie oh that lady the girl who got sued she won the lottery yeah. ticket let's make a netflix movie i think i forgot to save that idea <laughs> well it's i recorded it so it's okay okay awesome <laughs> yeah let's wow. make a netflix movie that's a thing so did the main character live or die uh it's unknown oh so yeah. for, he starts on you would 48. have to watch what's, to find out what's the biggest number we hear I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to give that away. I don't want to spoil it, because okay. some people will just want to like, watch this. Like this. Just show me over here. That way they don't <laughs> okay. see over here. Um, did you get it? Yeah, I, okay, cool. I ate it. Okay, wait. Hold on. I'm gonna text it to you right now. How about that? Oh, okay. And then so we'll you see can my react to it. You can react to it, but no one will actually know. Yeah. I don't want to be there. No. that's nope. not good it's bad can um, you defecate in the hole uh-huh yeah you see a lot of stuff in this movie um can i bring up something that yeah. I, I i don't think it's something that you're entirely interested in but it's something i'm very okay. confused by yeah um i'll just read the, the breaking news Uh, Breaking news, the Patriots and Buccaneers have been discussing a trade for retired tight end Rob Gronkowski. Gronkowski has one year and ten million left on his contract. I didn't realize he still had a contract to be traded. I thought he retired. He he did. How does that work? Do you still is it just left out there in limbo and in case you want to come back? I don't wanna really I don't wanna play. I'm hurting. And then he's like, Wait, Tom Brady went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Hey, I wanna play. So did he get paid this last year? I don't know. Like, does your contract still fizzle out, like, over the course of time that you get paid? Because I understand someone wants to retire, but I feel like you should sever your contract at that point. You know? I really have I really, I really don't know. Even, like, Andrew Luck, it's like, yeah, I want to retire because I don't want to get hurt anymore. Cool, I get it. We're not going to pay you the remainder of your five-year salary to do nothing. I know he's, it just, that doesn't make any sense. So now, Rob Gronkowski is going to go play with Tom Brady on the on the Buccaneers. That makes me very angry. 
Why? I hate. I hate. Just hate that. I don't want the Buccaneers to be good. My They're one not. of my one of my They're good be friends. Good. Yes, they are. One of my good friends They're is the Buc. Yes, they are. Of course. Really? Yeah. They have more than Tom Brady and Gronk. I don't know if they need that much more. I I I. I don't know if they need that much it. more. Time has passed. They'll they'll be they'll be good. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl or they're going to be the best team in the league, but they will be good. That's pathetic, then. If old-ass Tom Brady and partially Gronk can just come back, go play for Tampa Bay and be that If If best contender. quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, and best tight end of all time, formerly, Tom Brady. Formerly best quarterback. He He's the best quarterback. Not currently. Yes, who is? Still, he's the best. <laughs> okay, well... I I haven't been as much on it, so I don't. I just I mean, find that they, that seems they crazy. They had a disappointing year. Yeah. Even though they went like twelve and four, thirteen and three, they got Did kicked they out. Still. Yeah, they got kicked out early in the playoffs because they made stupid mistakes. But yeah. like they were likely going to contend with the Chiefs for the AFC Championship and then go to the That's Super crazy. Bowl. That's crazy. Anything else? Play, watch, play, watch, play. Anything yeah. else? um we're still making our way through community um i did show. beat another i did beat another level of doom so i'm kind of like figuring out the structure because it's very much like start to finish are you like, still playing 2016 linear. or are you on eternal yeah 16 i don't okay. i'm not i don't have eternal um i really just need to finish this game but it's it's really like sit down a mission at a time yeah i don't i don't i haven't even timed out how long they are but i think i can my goal is to to have Doom finished by next podcast. I'm gonna hold myself to that, okay. and I will give a review. Cool, very nice. Um, oh, and then we have been playing. Uh, I it's which is just crazy, but more GTA. Yeah, and it's just so much fun. It's stupid fun. It's funny because like every time I know we bring it up uh, over the course of the years and stuff, and we're like, man, I'm not really feeling it. But like I always know that at some point we're gonna get back to it. I had. Some I always thoughts. know it will suck us back in. I, I would. Say, I saw it pop up at times, and it was like I would just think about like the hours we would put in. Yeah. And I'm just like, really? I don't. I don't want to play that. I don't want to jump back into that. And then I'd always, nah. And it, all it took was somebody being like, "You should really play." Well, and it, <laughs> well, it wasn't until the yeah. casino heist. I was like, okay. Yeah. This that's is what true. we've been waiting for. Like I'm. I'm definitely I'm down now. And even still it took us a little while to finally get back into it. And even still, we haven't really started our whole like heist group thing. So No. But we're almost there. We've been messing around. We should, I, we should record and post some cool videos when we do the heists. I definitely want to make videos out of the heists. Yeah. Um I recorded that us could doing be like, the first that's such an one, easy like so I can chop that up. Which one? We you and I did the first heist. Yeah. Um but then everything after that is a four-person heist, I believe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can we can I'm make do, a, yeah. a series out of that. Um, because I'm so happy Levin has a mic now. It made me so happy. Game changer. Yeah. Game changer. And you remember I didn't tell you, right? Or, you you told me. I gave you a heads up. Yeah. I but, I thought about like waiting and and just you being like what? For someone I've never met before, playing yeah. with that person and not even being able to speak to them is yeah weird. Um. <laughs> But being able to communicate, it's like okay, we're friends now. Yeah, it's like oh, you're a, you're you're a human that I am communicating with, not a AI. Right. It's funny because like he doesn't sound anything like what I thought he would sound like. That's funny. It's yeah, so see? it's so bizarre. 
Yeah. I know. Imagine if you could actually meet in real person life. One day. One day. I, uh, I, sh- I was supposed to meet him one day. a couple weeks ago. Is it that long now? Five yeah. days? Six days? Well, days, week? it would have been a week or so before that, too. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that stuff. Um, yeah. We were supposed to have bachelor party stories to be telling already. And... Yeah. Yeah, you I got put it on. There. No. <laughs> nope. I know. If it opens back up, we may do that. So, if what does the offices, the licenses and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I, f- I, f- I imagine it will sooner than later for certain things. Because there are so many people out there that like can't legally get married. They're like, okay, we just, we gotta do something for people to be able to get a certificate, you know? Or yeah. License. I mean, this is you like print one out. I don't know, but you need to. You have to go like yeah, the whole thing. Like, I assume in in person. Like it's so much about being in person, and it's like until they figure out how to do that, yeah, safely. Yeah, we can't. Um, but that's why I'm not worried about it. It'll it'll yeah. pop up when yeah. it's possible, and we'll go from there. Well, and like, I, um, you you mentioned it one time. It's like there's a lot of people going through the exact same thing. It's not like it's yeah. targeted just to you, so no. it's nothing to be too too sad about. Only because other people are suffering. Yeah, exactly. It, it's so yeah. much easier to go through things when everyone else is in agonizing pain with you. And That's and that best. the other things are significantly worse, like losing your job. Yeah, exactly. Or your life. It's easy to put it into context like that. Yeah, pretty straightforward. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, you'll you'll be okay. Um, I watched one other movie. It's a weird segue, but um, no, yeah, what else? Another Netflix movie. Cool. You probably have seen ads for it on Netflix. You know how they like to like bash you over the head with certain things. Uh, A few weeks ago, they released a movie called Spencer Confidential with Mark Wahlberg and Winston Winston Duke. You know the the husband from Us. That like that massive. Dude. Yes, yes, yes. I love him. He's great. Um, I love him too. That's a, that's his name. Winston Duke. Isn't that a great name? That's one of the best names I've heard. Yeah, he's really that's cool. Awesome. I, I I like him a lot. So this is a movie. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is a former Boston, of course, cop who got put in jail because he beat up his captain. Uh, for reasons I'll let you find out when you watch the movie, and okay. then he gets released from prison. And he, for some reason, still knows that there's, like, something shady going on, that that captain is still around, so he, like, does some digging, and then the captain Mm -hmm. dies. And then there's, like, this whole, like, secret organization that he has to, like, infiltrate and, like, figure out what's going on uh, as just a citizen, because he's not a cop anymore. Okay. And uh, uh, it's not very good, but it's entertaining enough. And uh, Post Malone is in it. He plays one of his. <laughs> he there plays another inmate. There in the it prison. is. Yeah, and okay. I loved that part. And do you know who Eliza Schles- Schles- yep. Schlesinger? The comedian. The comedian. She plays his wife. She's fantastic. She's Ishla hilarious. Nubar. Eliza Schlockadignog. Um, yep. 
she's very good and what's the uh alan arkin is like some guy who i still i don't mm. know who he is i don't know the relation between the two of them but he's just a guy in the movie um and wow. there might be more of them so hey guys or movies no, movies <laughs> oh nice yeah i'm down uh, can't Star recommend post, but if, if you need post malone is the, is the leading guy He's so on. You know how Netflix changes the thumbnails a lot. It's really weird. I hate like, it. Every if time you log on, you're like, "How? Do, where did you? How did you make that? Where did you come so, up with that?" So I, I weird random segue because years ago, before Netflix, quite what it is now, but still was the basis of what it is now. Right. Um, and yeah, and I noticed they'd be constantly changing the thumbnails, and it was before they had all the custom, like. UI stuff and it would just be the more standard here's the stuff and you'd see the thumbnails change a lot and I was like why the hell is that I read this article it's they have like for every movie they have like four or five presets of box arts and they're running all these algorithms that is trying to customize to your profile that's the way it seems to to what you'll click on so it like tests different box arts to see what it draws you in enough to click on something to watch it that is it. fascinating I, to me i, I, I hate it so much because netflix netflix is all about doing stuff behind the scenes that most people don't care they're just let me put my netflix on and click a movie right i've always treated netflix as like a custom curated collection that i'm using i organize my list which they make nearly impossible to do because that's not what they want right they want people confused right and not knowing disoriented and not knowing what and it's like the fact that the box art's changing every time i've always hated that let me pick it because i i want a digital bookshelf yeah exactly and they just continue to make that like i'd even like color coordinate stuff and then change it because there's certain thumbnails for things like the office and parks and rec and like there's certain ones that i really like and then they change it i'm like oh man why is it just a picture of like creed now, uh, you know it's yeah like, i liked it when it was everybody why is it just yeah it's just so random but they that. must know me pretty well because the only one i've ever seen for spencer confidential is just post malone so i'm like i'll do that one <laughs> that's hilarious why boom there you go like that's that's weird where'd they get that that's so fascinating though like it's yeah. very upsetting it's like it feels like they're invading your privacy 100 quite a bit but I'm impressed by it. When I say 100% in terms of like, it feels like that, does it matter? To them? It doesn't matter to them. Does it matter to us? No. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Do I care if you know what I like to watch? No. Yeah, true. As long as you don't know my bank account number and are stealing (laughs) money from me, I... Yeah. Market to me all you want. Yeah. Record my watching patterns. I really don't care. I'm not going to so, go to jail for anything like that. No. Um, trying to think if, if there's any like next gen. Um, I think there's rumors that next month May is going to be the big unveils of uh, some. The, there's the rumors and the the, the the chatter about next gen game reveals are starting to starting to grow. Okay. Um, cool. We we've already seen they released one thing, which is like a remastered game. So they're like, if you want to maybe see what PS5 is going to look like, no, done and i think there's i think they, i just saw xbox is planning oh they're gonna announce their their cheaper 
The cheaper what? The cheaper console? The cheaper Xbox, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So it'll be interesting how they're going to position they, that. Did they announce off the bat that they were doing two? It's still all rumors. Nothing oh, really? official. from Everything from Xbox is Series X. That's it. Okay. They haven't even acknowledged the existence. Do, do people else. think PlayStation is doing the same thing? Either because there's no rumors, I say no. But they could. I still think it'll be PS5, PS4 Pro, PS4. Then they'll drop the PS4 off. Then it'll be PS5 Pro, PS5, PS4 Pro. And right. then they'll drop that off. And then it'll be PS5 Pro. I think that's going to be their future kind of. Yeah, just have the most recent three. Apple's just got into that. Apple just dropped the the iPhone 2, which they're, the I think they're just calling SE. Yeah. SE2. Yeah. They don't, I don't think it has the two. Okay. They're, they're right, how they don't call it iPad 2 and stuff now. Right, right, right. Um, $400. And it's like. They just released that? Yeah, and it's like most. I mean, they've had one, but the the previous one was based on. Is it based on like the six S or no, the five S or something like that? The SE was, I feel like, based on the. The, five. Yeah, it was like the long one where, the like two strips at the end, kind of yeah. metal design. Yeah, yeah I, I I could be off, but they hadn't updated that in a long time, and. Uh, they just updated that and it's cheap 400 bucks and it's like 4k video um like all really good features that's you don't actually get really cheap cameras. yeah you don't get four cameras and you don't get this and this but you can get into the apple ecosystem with a really 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 high quality iphone yeah 100 bucks now that's good and it's like it's taking years for apple to get to this point like right. the value in that is so high so now if we push that over to playstation and sony Everybody said, hey, if someone will buy a new $1,000 phone, why don't a stronger console? Hence the PS4 Pro, the Xbox One X. Yeah. People bought them. It worked. Right. Um, but if you can position the PS4 and especially the PS4 Pro at eventually 200 bucks to enter that ecosystem, that's that's a really, really, really high value position. Because I think currently the PS4 Pro is still at like 350 or something. 400 uh is it really yeah because i looked the other day because we still have we have a in the living room we have a ps3 um and it can play you guys Blu-rays. thinking about it well my dad's like because oh, I, I mentioned the ps4 pro it doesn't what it doesn't it doesn't play 4k blu-rays uh i thought it did no really just the yeah. xbox one uh, yeah, S. Maya's Xbox One S plays 4K Blu-rays. Does the Xbox like, One? No. Okay. So it was like, so Microsoft updated the Xbox One to the One S. They got rid of their old one. Here's the new box, and it can play 4K Blu-ray. The Sony was like, we don't need, we're not even going to include that in this generation. It'll differentiate. And so they're just saving that for PS5. Sure. A lot of people, and myself included, were very bummed about that. Yeah, I wish it. If it did, I think we would get one. Look, I see. It's it's weird little things like to be able to. Although we don't have a 4K TV, so we we would get one probably. But like, yeah, it that's too much. Like we don't need it really. I don't have enough 4K I'm, I'm, movies either. I'm doing it for gaming. Like that's the whole reason to push to 4K is for right. gaming. Right. 
but yeah, you say that, and I'm like, shit, I don't even have any 4K content. Does Disney Plus do 4K? For certain things, I think they do. And Netflix has 4K? Yeah, certain certain things they make available okay. to, to stream in 4K. But even but yeah, then, this... streaming isn't as good as like the actual disc itself. Mm-hmm. So, But thankfully, next-gen consoles will have 4K Blu-ray. And, you know, 4K, it's an interesting time to get in. Because it's even though it's been around, it's still maturing. Mm-hmm. So I think I think uh, I think I'll be pretty future proofed. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do yeah. this one last thing. I do actually have some 4K content um, that I want I want to show you right now. Hold on one sec. I'm gonna turn my camera off for a second so I can reveal this. So um, okay. I wanted to get a thing just in case it ever you know maybe sold out. I couldn't I couldn't not have this. Okay. So. Nice. Very beautiful. How nice is it? It's it's very beautiful. Those are correct words. Uh, <sighs> so. Because I know you, it's in stock. Should I get you, it? I don't know. Do you want? Can you? Should, of course, yeah. I want to get it. I know you want to, but like. I'll go bug Meyer right now. Yeah, get it. It's it's something that I like. Yeah, I love yeah, having this okay. and the the yep. just the first mm-hmm. six one also. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh huh. Yep. Wrap this up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's. I've been seeing thing, it sitting there. Now the only thing that wait what? I've been seeing it sitting there. On what? My Best Buy. Oh, okay, I thought you meant I've on had my it dresser. Sitting, like, could you I've tell what it was? No, I'm, no, I didn't even know that's what you were getting. I've so had it check this out. Car. The only thing that bugs me is that the Death Star doesn't line up. Do you see that? Okay, I don't want it now. Yours might, but it, mine doesn't, and it's really annoying. No, that's that's really weird. But I mean, there's so many discs in this yeah, thing; it's, still, it's insane. Don't stop. Don't stop. Okay, I'm gonna try to predict. Oh, oh god. Predict what? I don't... All the discs. How many? The number? What they were? I was gonna try to look, but the it was super. Um... Oh. Yeah. It's just so cool. And that, and I have episode awesome. nine now. Yeah. Even though it'll be on Disney Plus and who knows. Oh, when. that's so true. I forgot about that. Not that long. So now is that what what kind of discs does that come with? So it comes with the Blu-ray and the 4K of every single movie. Sky, Skywalker and the 4K. Movie. Uh, Blu-ray and 4K, yeah, and a digital copy for all of them, and okay. a bonus content disc for every single one, uh, except Episode Nine has two bonus content discs. Discs. very cool okay yeah i gotta get that uh i hate it i, I love wanted s- to wait i wish it was coming out later but i guess it doesn't matter it's just because i know that the infinity saga one sold out mm-hmm. i didn't know if this was going to be similar because of the negative press i thought it would mcu is is like infallible like touchable yeah yeah it's whatever that is it, it goes because it's it's really the comic book fans that are like super super hardcore the people that have been following this entire life yeah and now it's the movie version right um because like honestly i will buy that one day on on ebay for what whatever cheapest version i can find i want to how own much, that how much was it when it came out dude like was it 500 yeah something like that yeah it was a lot if it was still in stock, I would buy it right now. But, um, five fifty. Ugh. Yeah. I know. 
for so the reason I couldn't do it, and the, even the reason I'm tempted not to do that is because of Disney Plus. It seems silly, right? Like everything but, that's on here in here. Yeah. Not only do I have multiple versions of already, except for episode nine, but it's on, you know, streaming. But it's Star Wars, you know. It's like this will be on my shelf for the rest of my life. Yeah, and like if the apocalypse happened, uh huh, could still have Star Wars. As long as there's electricity. We'll have electricity. I'm not worried about electricity. Right. Um, we've we've reached a point I mean, in you're human talking about where... you're talking about a streaming service being down, right? Yeah. So if there were no more Disney Plus, you could still play any any of the movies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about if data centers aren't being run yes. to stream something to me, but I can still, still put plug a solar in your panel out, plug in a TV. And I can watch Star Wars forever. Exactly. Um, or at least kill myself while I'm watching Star Wars. Uh, just kind of say goodbye to the world with Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because do you, you really want to still be there? Get in the bathtub. Get a nice glass of wine. Star Wars. Put on Star. <laughs> you let Star Wars kill you. That yeah, would not apparently. Be one one thing I think I have decided on is if I obviously I can't buy this five hundred and fifty dollar box set anymore. Um, See how I much found I found on Reddit one guy made really really cool uh, alternate oh. sleeves for all okay. of the DVDs. So I might just go back and fill in the ones that I don't have, and just yeah. print those out so that you know how you wanted the same version of every movie so that they're all uniform. Yeah. This guy just made these. I could just print those out, and then all my m movies are uniform essentially. So I yeah. think I no, might that's... just do that. So I'm I'm glad you mentioned uniform. I I did watch one other thing. Uh -huh. And I watched a, a video from the YouTube channel channel Yesterworld. Uh, he has some he has some good videos about like defunct uh, things and just like the history of um, past existences. Uh -huh. um, and this video was on the history of Walt Disney Home Video. Interesting. The convoluted convolutedness that I've never understood and have been chasing for years to try to understand. And attempting to throw money at, thankfully never doing so. Is this uh when they would like lock movies behind the in Disney the vault, vault and stuff like that? Yeah, except yeah. he started all the way back in World War Two. He started doing that. No, like the history of the video. Okay, okay, okay. Like it, it, it took Disney's like strategy, like that time to now, and it's fascinating interesting what's it called uh yesterworld yesterworld and okay. then it's like the history of walt disney home video cool um, I'm, I'm probably gonna watch it again with maya but he he goes through basically a timeline of like, okay then this technology came out and disney didn't like that so then they tried to put these people and they didn't want to do that but the key thing was disney's business used to be and i don't know if you knew this um their business model was theatrical re-releases so Disney Studios makes Snow White. They make Pinocchio. They make all these bangers, right? Yeah. And you see them in the theaters. If if you're a kid, literally until basically we're if you want to see that again, well, no, before that actually, you had to wait until they put it in theaters again. Like they made their films only for the big screen. Right. 
like and i think that's interesting because studio ghibli had a similar um kind of view now they did obviously dvds and all that they couldn't stop but uh i mean they're the ultimate company to re-release movies they do it like every year and a half they well so so that was their thing right like essentially that was what disney was doing but like in a little spread out version they're like oh you should only see them like this this is this is like the way to see and that's how they made their money too right um obviously ghibli is now going to be on hbo max so it's like oh yes yeah yes yeah i'm super excited um which i think is coming out what early may May it just got announced may 27th yeah late and i checked today and uh thank you you to my grandparents thank you to my grandparents because they have the certain direct tv package our hbo will just automatically upgrade to convert to hbo max to hbo max yeah sweet which is awesome um but no so uh eventually disney didn't have a choice and they had to start and they just went through how like first it was classics then it was masterpiece then it was this edition and this edition and this edition but each like iteration they were later trying they never did it for every right they always sought to do it for every movie and then they'd get like six or seven years in and change course and add some more stuff and it just became like i wanted to get every diamond edition but then it was like no that diamond that one has a diamond edition that one has a masterpiece and that one has that one has a gold edition and a platinum edition and it's so funny how late that even went too because like i have a blu-ray of cinderella that's the diamond edition yep it that went means... up until disney plus that's like so they... weird so and they said that the last and it was like 60 dollars it was 60 what maybe more 60 does that seem like a lot for a blu-ray for a single movie the yeah first... The first time that Disney was like, fine, you can own it. Fine, you can buy it. You want to buy it? I dare you to. And this was for the shitty VHS version. Not even VHS, Betamax or Cartavision or whatever it was back in there. $230 adjusted for inflation. Wow. Whoa. Okay. Well, wow. (laughs) Why? Don't you want to make money? They still believed that that the most the money would be made by people going to see it in theaters, theaters again and they didn't want to change the the mindset of people yeah and uh it was really interesting so when they first did that their their idea was let's price everybody out to where the only people that are going to buy these are going to be rental shops movie shops where and people will, can go and they can rent the movies hmm. so you have to pay each time you watch it's it's crazy and so that eventually yeah, obviously, we all hate the Disney Vault now, but if you look back on it, it's one of the most genius marketing strategies of all time. Because huh. it kept that, like... Mentality going. Star of quality. Sure. That perception that we grew up just in, inherently. So it's, it's really cool. I definitely recommend watching it. I think I um, will, because that, that does fascinate me. I always remember... Th- seeing like at the beginning of movies like the ads and it's like yes or, or on tv like returning to the vault soon like make yep. sure you get it. i'm like what why 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 would you do that he does videos with a guilt counter at the bottom <laughs> and it's literally like for the last time ever next time and again if you want to watch it now you better i mean it's just and then disney plus comes out and it's like oh well sorry to all of you that that did that but now everyone can watch everything 
That's why I've been waiting. Like, that's that, like, just my OCD being cured yeah. is why I was excited for Disney Plus to come out. Yep. Just to be like, oh, okay, it's done. You've just killed it. It no longer matters. Yep. Um, but but apparently, so they say at the end that the they, they attempted to do one last release, which was the signature edition. Mm-hmm. And it had, like, Walt's signature. I would love for them to do every movie, signature edition, 4K Blu-ray, digital, whatever, whatever, as a physical version. Don't make any more iterations. Make that the final physical version what what's every movie though like where do you draw the line and that's where it just becomes and i think that's why it was so common. like because obviously not the the straight to home sequels yeah um just like disney princess movies and like, or do you, is it is it walt disney animation studios feature animation films regardless of success Are people gonna pay 60 dollars fox and the hound and cinderella no no but like which is i feel like i would lump mary poppins in with like as classic of a movie as some of those animated ones so like you gotta throw some of those in there so that's why i gave up yeah but and then hey I, pirates of the caribbean huh huh throw Maybe. that on there yeah <laughs> no and that's i'm happy you brought up this Oh yeah, we tried to do that, and it's like they were so expensive, and it was. But like, of course, that's what you were gonna try to do, to to get them, like, yeah. because we're loyal, and they know it, and they. Right. Yeah. Too. It's just it was way too much money. It was just. They would have money. to do it again and make it be like twenty five, thirty bucks, and then. And then maybe I still though I don't care I don't need them. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with where we're at. There's like I. I don't think I'll buy another Marvel Blu-ray past the Infinity mm-hmm. Saga. I want to, because I have so many of them, I want to complete yeah. that. And then, like, at a certain point, I don't know, like, I don't want to keep collecting the Pixar movies. Yeah, it's... <laughs> We're like, look at our life in front of us, realizing, like, oh, it's just going to keep going. It was nice when it was the first for us. Yeah. Like, Pixar's are us. Like, there's not 70 years of history before. Right. Yeah. Um, we started with That we it. just weren't around for. Right. Uh, yeah, but it's it's overwhelming. Hey, hey, and all of the things we're listening for, or listing, literally everything we just talked about, yeah. Star Wars, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, all on Disney+. Plus. Exactly, and that's what makes it so much harder. I think I'll ridiculous. with Pixar. I think I'll end with Toy Story Four because that's good. Toy Story Four is great, right? So Toy Story One, I want to. So onward, since it had such a weird release and it it's, kind of it's released on Disney Plus, like I'll start there with with that it's being like the stream. Yeah, it's, it's like, like I first watched it on Disney Plus. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Twenty twenty forward. Yep. So yeah, that's, Toy Story Four will nice... be the last Blu-ray I own. Or Pixar, but also yeah, I have turned... to go back and buy the Good Dinosaur, and I don't want to do that. Do it. <laughs> I don't want to. Fine. I might. I will probably, but I don't just want wait. To. Wait till it's on sale. Yeah. What's your? Um, let us know your favorite collection of Blu-rays. Put that in the comments. Or, or what? What is? A, what is a, a series? 
movie that you like even if you had them all digitally that you'd still want to own the physical version yes. of. yeah even yeah, if exactly. you don't watch it like just just to have that um let us know please let us and know. if you have one and it's like a cool special edition like your cool special edition star wars show us definitely I want to see, I, I had the the DVD set of the original trilogy and I'm missing one of them and it really upsets me. Missing one of the discs or the whole... The whole box, the whole case. I did, I did want to say, so uh, do you still have all your old Disney VHSs? Yep, somewhere. So uh, I was considering getting rid of We just got rid, rid of, of a lot of VHSs recently. I saved the, like, the art, but I think we got rid of a lot of the tapes. Uh, okay, I'm going to keep them. I forget. Off that's my dad. That was something we went yeah. through like six months ago or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Everybody has them though. Yeah, so it's such a fun thing. Well, thank you for listening to the Huber Apples podcast. If you haven't been listening, you can watch us on YouTube uh, on the Huber Apples channel. We also do reactions to uh, movies and shows and trailers. Maybe, <laughs> who knows? Go, or go trailers check with quotations. <laughs> Uh, if you've been watching us on YouTube, you can listen on iTunes on the Apple Podcast app. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, give us comments, give us feedback, and give us a rating on iTunes. It helps. Uh, give us a good rating. If you have criticism, don't give us a bad rating. Put it in the comments and let us know. What Creativism. Uh, but we also have a Patreon. If you want to subscribe there, we have bonus content. Uh, Go there to find out like what the tier tiers are and the cost and all that good stuff. But we have uh, pre shows and post shows and all kinds of stuff. So mid shows, we actually do a special breakout segment where we stop in the middle of the podcast for twenty minutes, lock some serious core conversation no, content. Literally, so sometimes, sometimes yes. Um, sometimes when we take a break, we'll come back in with a conversation that's like not quite good enough for the show, but it's still entertaining. So I slide that in as like a little bonus segment too. So yeah, mid shows even. Sliding into the Patreon DMs. But I've got nothing else. My name is Jordan. And my name is Ethan. We are the Huber Rebels. What do I say? Until next time. Until next time. Welcome to the Rebellion. (laughs) My brain brain broke. That's okay.